I felt all flush with fever, embarrassed by the crowd. I felt he found my letters and read each one aloud. I prayed that he would finish, but he just kept right on. Come on. Come on, Miss Hill. Stabbing my pain with his fingers. One time. Singing my life with his words. Two times. Killing me softly with his song. Killing me softly with his song. Telling my whole life. With his words killing me softly. With his song. Come on now, you're done. Now take it to the bridge. Oh, 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 Come on, church. Yes. <laughs> I miss y'all so much. Right. I, love, I love us for real. Welcome to another Be episode. Back. A peaches, diamonds, and champagne. Oh my! Um, I am off pause, aka I'm Clifton. And then, who are you this week for song? I am your deviant and sanctified Libra. Okay, Pastor Holy Whore. That's yes. me. <laughs> so who are you this week, Brianna? <laughs> I am the unrestrained certainty that Mary Cosby answers. Do you think I'm inbred? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Just without skipping a motherfucking Mary beat. Martha. Mary Martha. Ooh, we can get into Salt Lake right now. That trailer. That trailer dropped when we was on our little hiatus. I had some things to handle. And thank y'all for being patient with us. I know. Y'all like to get for us to give you a show each week, but your girl was going through it and doing a lot. But now that I'm back, I feel refreshed. And Mary Mar Mary Martha Cosby came back and she ain't playing no games. That trailer was she, she when she walked in that room and said, "Who farted?" I was like, "Okay, I already know it's gonna be some." <laughs> <laughs> Mary, Mary, in that sense of smell. That wig is still on isosceles. But you know what, though? That wig is still on an isosceles triangle. The thing about it is, she has, she has hair. She has, she has her edges. She has beautiful hair. She has beautiful natural hair. Oh my girl, you she look has better. Beautiful hair. You look better without your motherfucking wig on. But you know what, though? I, I, I'm used to it now. I expect it from her. I'm sure a lot of it comes with the status, too, of being the pastor. 
Um, I'm really glad for the ladies of Salt Lake City to have shaken free of the albatross that was Jen Shaw around the neck of the franchise. Honestly, it was too much. Up in the jail. She she laid up with a bitch. Girl, she I know she, she got, got bitches her, up in there. I know it. I know she got her hand in somebody's pocket. I know it. I know she ain't running shit up in that motherfucker. But like no, she hiding behind somebody big. That too. She probably like, what do you want? What do you like? You know, I think I can get Sheree to put something on your books too. <laughs> Please. I can but, be whatever um, you want me to be. <laughs> but um <laughs> so you know, all the the girls are back. Mary's causing chaos. Mary is a friend of, and honestly, you know what? I like that for her. If, if she, if she don't, I would rather if you want to come back, but at your own terms, and if your own terms being you just want to be a friend, I respect that because I feel like that was her choice. I don't. I feel like she probably just like you know what? I don't want to be full time, and you know she gives just enough to be a friend of. So you know, I, I appreciate that. Um, Angie Kate, I got her. Meredith needs someone else in this circle of girls. Why I say Meredith got her peach? Um, Meredith and got Meredith, not Meredith. Um, Angie Kate, Angie Kate, got her snowflake. Um, we got a new girl. She can go. She don't. We don't. She doesn't need it. She didn't even need an ice. She didn't even deserve an ice cube. Okay. Now the one she that I'm. The one that I feel like is going to be the one that's going to shake shit up and make us really forget about Jen Shaw is Monica Garcia. Every interview that I hear, because Whitney was on Two T's in a Pod, and every interview that I hear with different housemates, I mean, different housewives of Salt Lake City, they all... Housemates. I've been, been watching Big Brother, and hey, you know what? We're lucky I'm here. Um, <laughs> I heard that that bitch is crazy. I heard that she kind of gives Brandy Glanville a run for her money. Um, I'm intrigued to see. Like I like mess, and if and if the mess is delivered by a blonde woman with a little bit of botch surgery, then hey. But um. Just looking at Monica on Instagram, I'm scrolling her page right now. Um, she she kind of gives me um if Naya Rivera Jersey. if Naya Rivera and Ashley Tisdale had a daughter from New Jersey, that would be her. Like she looks like if someone plucked out Naira Rivera from Glee, may she rest in peace. And I still can't believe she's no longer with us. That is still crazy to to, to remember that. Um, Nara Rivera, and she kind of looked like Ashley Tisdale, like a little bit after Ashley done got her nose job. But like both of them look like her. I'm kind of excited to see what she's going to give because I feel like she's going to be messy. Um, I also feel like the fact that Jennifer is not there, it kind of allows the girls to give more time to actually like express themselves and kind of be a little bit more relaxed without that lingering cloud of, am I finna go to jail? Am I finna be summoned? Am I finna, you know, 
lingering cloud of Jen Shaw and all her foolishness around. Um, let's get back to the hijinks. Let's get back to the 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 messy drama of out of country vacation. Yeah, they finally get to go out of the fucking country. If I was the Salt Lake City housewife and I made it to the fourth season, you damn right, I'll be like, girl, fuck Jen. I'm, let's go out of country. Um, Andy's dying. Let's go. Of course, they're gonna say it's one of the girls' trips, but you know, you know, the trip is paid for by the motherfucking network. Um. But yeah, let, let's let's get into my it. Thing let's with Utah, my thing with Utah is that mm-hmm. unlike the other franchises, Utah always plays to the area and they you every season they're always doing something going down a fucking slope and I hate it. Okay? You don't see the Beverly Hills on Rodeo all the time. You don't see Orange County bitches at the beach all the time. You don't see the Jersey hoes shooting people all the time. Well, okay. the Jersey girls always be on motherfucking Jersey Shore every trips. year. I hate these snow trips. I hate the Jersey Shore, too. And I hate the snow trips. I hate watching the snow. Well, I feel because like... I'm not an outdoors purple person. <laughs> I feel like now that Jennifer's gone, that's going to give a chance for us to kind of steal a little bit more from everybody. And honestly... You know how they're going they, nowhere. They're gonna go. They're gonna take their ass to Wyoming. But you know how they say, like when when you when something's away from you long enough, you kind of like start to appreciate it when it comes back. So I'm just trying to be optimistic, Big Bird over here, and I'm excited to see what they, what they're gonna get. Um, moving forward, I'm looking forward to the new season. Yes, I think that it'll be uh, it'll be refreshing to see something different. And it'll be great to see Mary back without Jen. Yeah. Without all that hooping and hollering and throwing things and all that shit. Um, so let's move on to words on the streets. Um, so of course Carlos King had that interview with Nini a couple weeks ago. And then this week he had part one of his interview with Kenya V Moore. Uh, what were your thoughts on the interview? I thought that it was a really great candid conversation. It shows that Carlos has a really strong connection with the girls. And I think that what I'm (laughs) most impressed with Kenya touching on is Mm. how production has changed and how the change in production has really affected the show. And when she said that anybody can get on now, any fan can get on now, versus what it was when she had to go through the process of multiple auditions, um, not being paid. You know, it just really shows a change in how the story is being produced and the people behind it and who they take an interest in. And I agree that the chair should never be changed based on who you are on the show. I feel like the part that I I was gagged about was I didn't know about strike that they did on season five and then to kind of find out that that scene with her and Portia they filmed that when the other girls were not filming and Portia was technically Kim's replacement and also um they weren't they weren't housewives during that 
during that those epic feuds with the bi ashy and all that they shit. Were housewives for months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She said they didn't know for months. Yeah. And you know, yeah. looking back in retrospect, big difference. I can see like I can see why the girls were like, nah, bitch, this is like the third cast trip that you're pulling out of. You're getting preferential treatment. And you got this damn spinoff for all your fucking kids and shit like that. Like, nah, fuck that shit. So I see why they collectively went on strike. I didn't know at the time because, you know, editing makes it look differently than what it was. Um, The part that really kind of fucked me up a little bit was hearing, like, I knew her mom was evil, but I didn't know the depths of what her mom did to her. And now hearing those things, that kind of explains why she has that exterior that she has. Um, now, the fucked up part was Walter's ass. I mean, these men, I'll t- these men will latch upon somebody that has a little bit of and a little bit of success and we'll flip the script and make it seem like they're crazy and how they kind of... I remember Walter doing them interviews back in the day talking about can you paid him and all this type of shit. I know damn well she didn't pay his old ugly ass to be her man. Because Walter was not cute. And Mark is trash. No. Uh, what were your thoughts for Sean? Who? Hassan. Sorry, my, my mouth did a Who? my mouth did a my mouth did a nini. I was shang. You know, Rasan, my apologies. I know you don't like people call you that. Mm. <laughs> I, I see you. Okay, Clinton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um first of all, I think Carlos is a gaslighting motherfucker. He likes to light a whole fire under these bitches. He do. I know they are. Kenya and Nini are reality TV greats. They've done a lot. They do put their work in. But he be giving all these icons and eternal spirits and, you know, queen of the world. And I built this mountain and shit. Bitch, sit down. Get them hoes of Tuscaloosa or Nashville or Little Rock on the on there, okay? Give it. You are no longer employed by Bravo. You are not producing for Bravo. I don't know why you are so stuck on this motherfucking show so damn much. What are you doing? Aren't you doing uh, Love and Marriage at uh, uh, Athens Detroit. or Decatur or something? Get get it right. Get it right. Okay? And you do got a valid point because he always, he always is talking about housewives and the ratings and stuff like that. But them same, them same Twitters that be posting the ratings for the Housewives shows posted a, the ratings for one of his shows that's on OWN, and that shit said 250K. And I was like, um, maybe you might want to sleep around your mm-hmm. own porch. Let's take a let, look at the porch. Take a look at it. I think that Kenya's interview was good. Mm-hmm. It was a nice insight of as to how she may, why she may act the way she does. Mm-hmm. However, I, I just the thing about the reunion seats. Uh huh. I, I get, I get why the bitch was on the end. Okay, a few times because honestly, all them hoes are lazy. 
All right. Whoever made it in the front, they have Sheree and Drew in the front seat this this year. That's bullshit. Them hoes are lazy as a motherfucker. Okay. I will say, who like it or not, and it's a good segue into Atlanta. Like it or not, who have had the most storyline on Atlanta this season? Just this and again, that goes to Kenya's point. Uh Who are the producers taking an interest in? Who Mm -hmm. are they working with? Who are they getting to know? Yeah, because we have seen a lot of Drew willing to give them and do. Mm -hmm. Because we got. I don't think we needed that many scenes of her mental health event precursor. Yeah. Oh God. Let, y'all ready to get, just get into this episode? I didn't see any mental health the mental health event. Girl, I, I just saw foreshadowing of things to come at that event. Because when Ralph walked in that motherfucker where, where room... Where was the mental health? Where was the mental health? Because if, if dropping it with Drew is mental health, then you know I'm going to go ahead and jump off the cliff. Well, it just goes to show how Drew manages to make something about her that should be about her sister's experience and helping others through that story. Who was wearing a good Jody Watley wig. I love Allison. And I'm you tired of you guys your mom. I'm tired. You know okay? that you meant I have a sister that's 20 years older to than me. me. <laughs> it, it happens, you know? I actually I have a I have a brother. Well, my stepbrother and stepsister are 20 years older than me. And uh, one of my stepsister, she's about 15 years older than me. I have a brother who's about 14 years older than me. And my stepbrother, he's like 15 years older Where than me. Where so, these motherfuckers come from? You never told me about them. So my oldest brother, um, I haven't seen him since the 90s. Him and my dad had a falling out and i haven't seen him since the 90s i don't know where he's at what he's doing um and then my stepbrother i haven't seen him since the since i lived in socal i he were facebook friends so i just see his post every now and then though and then my stepsister we talk and then of course you know i got my my sister in atlanta um but yeah i'm the youngest out of all of them so so i get that and you know, back to Drew's thing, it you made a valid point about her making it about herself. Cause I'm like, mm, how come your sister ain't leading this? How come someone, how come your sister and a and a high and a professional is not leading this? Because no shade, the whole path needs some healing. Candy, I could tell you're overworked. You're doing too much. You need to slow down because you've been popping off a lot this season. Um, Marlo, you you need to figure out what you're gonna do with them boys and leave that man alone because clearly y'all in a fit. Um, and then of course Kenya. You said they haven't fucked. I don't believe her. Girl, I don't know what it is about cisgender straight women and this like this thing of like being scared to admit that you're having sex when you're not married because you're scared that that people are going to judge you or call you a whore or Jezebel. And, and to my, in my opinion, it's like, why would you wait 
years and years and years to finally have sex with somebody after you're locked in on a contract with their ass. as a motherfucker. It ain't working. Bitch, I want to test drive this shit so I I can know it's working. Yes, because me and Rasan are not women. Yeah. Woman. Mm hmm. Yeah. So as a cis woman, I feel like I should speak and say that mm-hmm. it's not all is some and that a lot of that can be associated with the shame of religion yeah. or uh, societal roles. Um, I think at the same time, there are other women that can be more in control of their sexuality. I mm-hmm. think Candy is a good example of that. Um, I think it could be tied to a lot of things. And I think that it's something that, you know, people seem to be getting away from a bit more. I think that... I definitely wouldn't say it's all. I think it's some. Slut-shaming, thankfully, is going down as as a nation and a culture, but still, I feel like in Black culture, especially straight Black culture, there are still some things that are behind compared to everybody else. Because I feel like we grew up in a black church. Black church always shamed everybody for sex. And so, especially in there in Atlanta, and also, too, Marla be judging mm-hmm. and talking about all the girls. So I know she probably just don't want the girls to be talking about her. So all those things go into play. But I, when she said that shit, I said, you mean to tell me you sitting there with that fine-ass Jamaican man, and you mean to tell me you ain't, you ain't did nothing? Stop lying. She had I think in her case, she also doesn't want to talk about it because so much of how she got her money is associated with sex work mm. of having been kept by an older man. Yeah. I don't agree with it. I think it's foolish for a woman of her big age to be acting like it's weird for a man to touch her butt or that she might get shy. When if you were busting it open for Ted Turner, so what? So what? You and Jane Fonda. That means your your pussy your pussy is good. If, if if you are getting them coins, work like I take my hat off to people that be able to get that. If you able to get the coin and work with what you got to get what you want, hey, go ahead. I ain't even mad at it. Shit, too many hating ass bitches in this world. Um, I'm going down the line now. Um, Miss Courtney. Girl, and I, I clocked, I clocked when um when Drew was like saying my my cousin-in-law or my ex-cousin or something like that. And I was like, oh, it's already going. But I'm like, girl, why are you claiming this lady? You just met her. Like Courtney, Before I just I go in on that bitch's crazy ass. Go go in, baby. It's your turn. Well, not not before I go in on Courtney. Before I go in on Drew's stupid ass, mm-hmm. you know, condolences to her. Has her father passed? And oh, so, Drew's father's passed. Since I have, I her father did pass. Oh, that's and horrible. So that was the one who had Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah. that's the one. Oh man. I'm dealing with a similar situation. I'm gonna let her have that. So I'm not. I'm gonna go light on that bitch this week. But you mm-hmm. know what? 
Drew, the, the, the therapy session, I can't stand it. I can't stand a therapy session. Okay. Televised. So, Drew, you already been known that this shit is long gone. And you try to put it on TV and act like, oh, but what we do the date nights, you haven't done our date night. Bitch, fuck your date night. That last date night was Stella Rosa wine and some crispy fucking fish. Okay, that was trash. Wasn't shit going on. And you know what? I still don't forgive you because guess what? A real bitch would have would have said, what were you doing in Tampa, motherfucker? Okay, and I would not stop talking about it until my last breath, until I figure out what the fuck is going on. And if you don't want to tell me, then I'm leaving. I'm lying ass bitch. Shit. You and your apron line can kiss my ass, bitch. Now. Ooh. Now, where's Papa Walters? Where is she? God damn it. Well, she passed away, Drew remember? Drew like Star Jones. <laughs> Welcome back, friend. This therapy session was better. What about a therapy session? The therapy session, seriously, because we know how this all ends. Even considering we know how it ends, I was still more entertained than that by Anya's uh, terrible pregnancy announcements. Oh, girl. I'm like, can you just say you're pregnant? Why you got to be doing all these stunts and shows? Just say you're pregnant. Just girl. What does say preg what does say pregnant she or pregnant we? Oh, because they couldn't pregnant even get weird. it together. They oh, couldn't even get weird. it together right. And then when they did the photo shoot with the picture with all the friends and look at the picture, make sure it's everything look girl to say you're pregnant. Just say it. God damn, she was getting on my when nerves with that shit. Surprised him with, when she surprised him with the stick. It reminded me of remember uh, that one love and hip hop reunion with Tara and Amina, and I think Amina had the shit in her purse, like a student who has a, a pissed on pregnancy stick in your purse. That's nasty. Who does pissed, that? Pissed all on your wallet, okay. and pissed all on your keys and shit. Pussy juice and piss. Pussy touching your keys, touching your wallet. <laughs> Touch your driver's license. I hope she threw that notebook out. That was disgusting. I was not with that. Fuck that. Okay, and, I, and thought, also, I thought I was the only one that I was like that nasty. Sick. It was not. It was not like, kosher. When when it, you know, I'm going to ask what we're going to have to ask. You know what I'm going to ask. Go I ahead. What, is it Sonya or Sanya? Sonya, baby. Sonya. It's okay. okay. It's Clifton. It's Clifton's fault. Okay. Um, when she announced the pregnancy, he's the one who wanted that motherfucker. He was like, "Ah, oh, it was. I need some more. You better flip. You better scream." Because he was the man who pushed her ass all last season, all the damn season last season. Okay. With nineteen motherfuckers in the house. 
What did he do in typical chauvinist male fashion? As soon as he found out, he told her to lay down. He put her feet up. She can't do anything now because she has to cook his baby. That's it. That's her job. Mm. And shout out to her sister for looking at her and immediately saying, we're moving. Ah. We all found a place. Because she already knew what time it was. Because she knew that she was going to be put to work the second that Mm -mm. she would be pregnant. She's going to be put to hell now. Uh Uh-uh. And that's why the, I always the say, baby sucking the sister titties, okay? The baby's gonna be sucking the sister's titties. Know that. The sister, mm-hmm. the baby. Okay. That's why the like is the baby. I don't you don't, I don't I don't work with family. I don't I, I keep family and business separate for that reason because I feel like when it's your friends. It can go messy, but when it's your family, it can go messy, and it's like a no coming back from it kind of messy. Like I could the resentment and the 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 it was like like you could cut that tension with a knife every time we see a scene with her and the sister because you could tell the sister really want to be a bitch. I'm not your motherfucking maid. I'm not your motherfucking on call girl. Like. And, you know, of course, somebody like Sonya, she would um, she would overstep that boundary and assume that she's going to be there for everything. I can already see that just from watching these scenes. And I, hell no. Uh-uh. Just because I got free time don't mean my free time is for you, bitch. Mm-mm. Speaking of free time, yes, ma'am. Can we uh, can can we like all collectively like gift a hooked on phonics or a dictionary or an encyclopedia or maybe a an old disc of Encarta to Sheree because her family feud answers. Let me tell you something. Oh my God, she fucked that up so bad. I, I know the Orange County hoes went on this week, but it was Orange County, Orange County, and Atlanta. Against each other on Family Feud, and they fucked up the that fuck fast would, money. Who in the fuck would ask Sheree to do fast money? Sonya should have been on Fast Money because she was. Sonya was actually really good. So, it should have been Sonya and Kenya on Fast Money, but producers picked who or 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 or, Mar- or Marlo and Kenya, either one. But yeah, they were good. But Sheree, I forget. Sheree's I answers was just so she was like. Sheree's too out of touch for that. Yeah. She just don't know. She's not very bright. She I didn't know. watch the episode yet, though. She How do Orange County girls do? They did pretty well. Um, Shannon was telling on herself. Because one, <laughs> one, one of the questions was, uh, one of the questions was something like, what, what would uh, make your boyfriend the most desirable man in the world or oh. not? What would not make him what would the not. most desirable man? And she and said, she said penis. 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 Girl. It was that was interesting. Maybe she had some has and, some drink uh, in the back. Listen. Steve was like to Sheree on Fast Money, Steve was like, 
we we surveyed a hundred women. What do women love from men? And she would have been like a Honda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how fucked up her answers were. Her answers were fucked up. <laughs> a lemon falling on my toes from a broken refrigerator shelf. <laughs> Falling on my toes. Anyway, that's uh, <sighs> is a throwback to his broken shelf. Oh lord! At his house. Oh, I forgot about that shit. Oh, let's move on to now New York. Answer would have been. <laughs> oh. I just want to say, before we get into New York, uh, shout out to the table read of the past. My grandmother's name is Etta Franklin. So that was a nice little uh, okay. random thing. Yes. God's screenplay. Oh. Before we get to New York again. Okay. Uh-huh. Todd's screenplay, Todd's show. So. Straight to Tubi. It's a Tubi production. It's okay. giving Tubi. If you can, if you can, Mia and Monietta and uh, and Drew, are you fucking kidding me? That's the cast. You spend fifteen dollars, you got me. Fucked. You get like Malik. It's definitely giving pixelated gunfire. You can't even get Malik Yoba, <laughs> motherfucking um, Kimberly Elise, somebody. Well, then again, you know, I guess. Uh, I mean. Oh, I forgot about what the fuck. I forgot what the fuck she said. But then I remember this was filmed in the beginning of the year. Might as well say Chrisette Michelle then. Chrisette Michelle. Chrisette Michelle. Let's do it. Even uh, Paula J. White is doing uh, fucking AT&T commercials. Paula J. Parker. She's doing a okay. AT&T commercial. Fuck <laughs> that bitch. That bitch shaded me. It ha- tried to shade me at Howard Homecoming 2003 when I was a Eight. sophomore wearing Pumas with a really pretty dress. And she was a grown person. Okay? Fuck her. I don't have to get her name right. What's the bitch say? Oh, see so you're wearing sneakers with your dress. Is that what they do in California? And I said, well, being that I went to 12 years of private Catholic school, I'm used to wearing sneakers with dresses. Oh, don't talk about California like that. Like we just fucked up. <laughs> mm, fuck her. Bitch, where are you from? I was giving fashion, okay? It was 2003. It was a moment. Let me Google this her bitch. She looks like jobs of life. What the fuck's she talking about? Fucking baby porter's teeth. Fuck you. So, yeah. Her Fuck teeth her. look like T.I.'s son's new teeth. Okay, the mother whole motherfucking... <laughs> <laughs> A whole piano set in your mouth. Okay? But, yeah, give her some work, Todd. Well, she I mean, needs- you know, she needs to get out that extended stay, so... <laughs> He's at the Ramada, the days in. But if he's if he were gonna choose from Atlanta cast members or friends up, he could have done, you know, Demetria needs some work, I'm sure. Um, Eva, Demetria. Eva Marcel. 
Remember Lena? Remember Lena? Remember Lena? Lena was on her show on BET. She's doing well. Lena was there. Uh, remember when uh, uh, Phaedra's she was got to got to get blown the fuck up. Oh yeah, Lena I remember was that. in the background. Just... <laughs> he could have asked Cynthia, but he probably they can afford it. Tammy Roman, they can afford. They can afford twenty nine dollars and a Big Mac, <laughs> and some Newports, <laughs> and a Marta Pass. Shit. A pack of Newports, a pack, pack, a pack of Newport and a Marta Pass. Okay, and the Strawberry Mad Dog. Boop boop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> So let's get into New York. I saw that you were on a podcast discussing New York this week. I'm going to have to listen to it. What was the name yeah. of the podcast? The podcast is It's Not My Drama. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Amy Baldwin. It's been really cool. I've done a, another guest spot, and I'm going to be back on there uh, covering the last four episodes of Crappy Lake. Okay. But, um, we had a really good time talking about New York, and Amy just started watching uh, Potomac. is is on season six now. So oh, so she's she's right after the. You put her on. Did she get to the? Did she see the fight in season five? She was just leading up to it. They were just driving to the winery. Oh. She was just getting there. Mm -hmm. so I just remember really, really fun to talk about some of those moments. Oh gosh. It but. actually came up while we were talking about New York because I likened the fight between Jessel and Aaron to not being as great as, but having the same smoke as Nini and Sheree. And Karen and Giselle with yes. the nine in the background. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you know, Aaron, Aaron really, I feel like Aaron really tried it with Jessel. And, you know, Jessel is not my favorite, but Aaron tried her. And I love that Jessel was like, no, bitch. Like, she stood her own. And, but then, like, how they were all, like, mad about the the cackling tag comment. And I was like, girl, but also, too, don't assume that someone is privileged based off of how they talk, based off of their accent. That and I think what was so... Why was cackling yeah. hags even a thing? Because if... if I... I I, I personally, I still wouldn't blink if somebody said a bunch of fucking cunt witches, but cackling hags no. is what? What is? Who cares? That's like that's like y'all. That's like y'all call me a bitch. I am, and what? What else is going on? What else is going on? And the thing is, they're like trying to do about it, and make a big thing is that she's not, you know, acknowledging that she said it, but she is. She said she said it. She said it was just dry British humor, but you yeah. still want to make it an argument. Yeah, you're pulling at straws, Aaron. 
Speaking of Erin, um, she was on another podcast this week and they brought up the fact how the fans were like, girl, you voted for Trump. What's the tea? And she, she, you know, I, I respect her for being just flat out honest with that. You know what? I thought that in Trump is the con artist. He didn't con my black ass, but you know, is it honest? Huh? Is is it honest? Is she being honest? Well, she said flat out. She flat out said, "I thought that things are going to get better for Israel because that's where she's from." Of course, she's of course that too. Um, she is not from Israel. Her family is Israeli. She her family is Israeli. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's oh, not yeah. give her more. Oh, I'm not giving her. That's all I'm giving her. But she just said, you know what? I'm allowed to change my I'm allowed to change my mind. You are allowed to change your mind. I think it's just the fact that And Israel is not with clean without clean hands. Okay. Either. And then also too, I, I think I when it comes to the 2016 election, this is all I'm going to give and I'll move on. I think it's just the fact that that was something that really impacted us tremendously. That when we find out somebody supported um, Orange Julius, it's really like a slap in the face to us. Because <laughs> it's just, it's just like, really, bitch? Really? Like, it's, it's, it's different than if in 2004 you voted for, I even forgot who the damn Republican, oh, George Bush or, or um, you know, insert Republican candidate here. Um, what's the guy with the pen? What's the guy with the pen? The guy with the pen and with the hand. What's the saying? The pen with the hand. The guy who always had a pen in his hand. Oh, oh, um, oh John, John, John. No. That was no, it was John Kerry. Bob Dole was 96, and he was Republican. Was he the pen? No, he had a stroke, so he couldn't move with one arm. Oh. John Kerry was a Democrat. John, I forgot about John Kerry. That was my first election. We saw how that went. Mm. Uh, but not about politics, not that podcast. But about Aaron, it's just Let like me just say about uh -huh. Aaron. I don't want to hear that you supported Trump and feel bad about it any more than I want to hear that you, as a white woman, have a home design business named Home Girls any more than I want to hear you tell a brown woman she's a princess. Home Girls, Home Girls, <laughs> you fucking lying. She said that on the episode last week. That that was the name of her design business. Oh, bitch. <laughs> oh. Y'all shit could have been the, named. The girls with a Z. Shit could have been named Hampton Linen or or something else. Capri Sun, something, something else. But home girls, really, really. Wow. Um, property property princess. She, you know how when people will flip things on you, but it's really what they're calling you is really what they are. I feel like that's what happened in this argument between Aaron and Jessel. 
the shit that Aaron was calling Jess was really where Aaron is. Who's the princess? You. But I was cracking up um, on the preview for the next episode when they were talking about um, <laughs> Aaron's having a party. I mean, Aaron was trying to do something. They were like, oh, God, Aaron has no track. Good, not a good track record with hosting events. Is there going to be food there? And I was like, look at you start asking the questions that need answered because, bitch, it's no food going to be there. If food ain't going to be there, then I'm going to prepare accordingly to eat some before I get there and I'll be a little late. Um, well, see, it's an anniversary party. party. Of course, they're trying to impress family. Family's more exciting to impress than your friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. So of course you're gonna have the food and the shit laid out, okay? For your friends, they'll be like, you know, here's a, here's a bottle of water. Okay, here's so. some cheeses, girl. Go sit down. <laughs> cheeses, some caviar, and Pringles. <laughs> going going back, this is the last thing I want to see about Erin. Mm -hmm. I don't care about her politics. I don't care about any of these women's politics because you know what? I've heard some things, and if I even focused on that, I would be disappointed in 99% of these bitches. So you mm -hmm. know what? I'm just going to focus on what I see screen, because you already disappoint me on screen with all the stupid shit y'all do. So, Aaron, your apology or your ex explanation is whatever to me. It's whatever. Glad you had to, I'm glad you said something, but you know, we'll see. Good luck, darling. And don't fuck it up. But what I what I also want to say, what I also want to say is, is that I did see the the tweet from the, of the Bravo ratings again. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I know. I guess you still have to factor in the streaming and everything, which would obviously make it higher. But all this shit that everybody wants to talk about, the more seasoned shows that have not been completely reboot yet, is. It's interesting. I I I'm one of those people where like if it's if you know I like what I know. Meeting new people is frustrating to me because I don't I'm horrible with names. Everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. and it's just a whole new shit to do. But I I do enjoy this cast. So what I will say is that what I will say is. Jenna, Miss Jenna Lyons, if she had said, hey, you bitches, I don't give a fuck about y'all. I don't want to go to this little party. That should have been fine. If she said she was going to fly to do a movie in Dubai and she was still at home, y'all better go with it. It's not a big deal to say I'm I, I'm got an event. I'm still at home with my kid. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, they said her acting like, like she acting like she done did something else. Yeah. It was really much ado about nothing, especially when she told us in the first episode, she doesn't see her son as much as she would like to because she's divorced. You know, the fact that she said she wasn't gonna be there should have been enough, but they're looking for drama. And I think that's what happens when you've got this new group in that I really like. I love them as a group collectively, but I think that a few of them, particularly Bryn, mm -hmm. I do really, has endeared herself to me a lot over the last two episodes. Sai well, and Aaron really feel like they have to create some drama yeah. everywhere all the time. So and it I doesn't like, have to I be like that all the time. It doesn't. It, I it feel really like who doesn't. We're losing, we, 
maybe maybe we're going to get to it soon or eventually. But we still haven't gotten to the root of Uber yet, and I really like would like to see more because we've gotten to hear stories someone. from Ren mm -hmm. and uh, from who? Oh, from from Jessel, a little bit of Aaron. Who else is on there? Um, we heard we heard Jenna's story, and then yeah, so we I, haven't really. Sai so, kind of gave us a little bit too. Yeah. Um, I, I would like to know more, more about Uba. We really just got her mother. Well, we we've just got a lot to the core of her losing her mother in 2012 in this episode. This like episode before and how that really has affected her. So I hope that that's going to open up more about her story. Oh, but when Bram and was, she seems to be like one of those people. Right. No, go ahead, baby. You said she seems to be like one of those people. I, I love when you. I love when you talk to me like a drag queen. Go ahead, baby. Come on, boo. Um, <laughs> Uba seems to be like one of those people, kind of like myself, where you know, my facade is always good. Okay, I'm laughing, I'm smiling, I'm dropping like it's hot, I'm doing my thing. But you know, on the flip side, you could be at home just miserable, just going through some whole bullshit. But you know, mm -hmm. you don't really you don't really show it because sometimes it seems like it might be a burden. Sometimes it seems like, you know what? Everybody else is going through some shit. Why am I gonna talk about my shit when everybody else is going through shit? They don't give a fuck what I'm doing. So she just keeps it to herself. I she might be like that. I'm like that. Feel so that. I I'm I'm interested to see what she might have going on. That's the mm -hmm. most realest shit I heard all damn day. That that was some real shit you just said. And it's true because like we all have our issues. We all have our things that we got going on. But it's just like a lot of times we hold back because we don't want to be the labeled as the downer or ruining the vibe or things like that. So I am interested to see what she will bring. Um, Bren, Miss Thang, you really, the last two, the last few episodes, I was like, oh shit. Especially when she was talking about, you know, going to the black salon and stuff like that. And then the part about Thanksgiving, I was like, No, oh, no, 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 no. We don't call it the salon. It's the beauty shop. The beauty That's shop. Serious. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Shop. The beauty shop. My As apologies. As a little black girl who sat there with the press and, and girl, I feel like they could have done the better. Shop. I feel like they could have done better. Well, I don't know who's doing her hair today because this episode, when she had those bangs at Jessel's party, I was just like, the problem hit me. The problem is that Bren <laughs> still does her hair like a white girl and it's not relaxed anymore and it's not going to have that flowing wave. She got to learn how to style it for that pattern and that blowout. She ain't, she ain't Mariah. She ain't got the Mariah money to make it flow. Okay. Put that shit all the way back and waving with a fan on it all 24-7. We'll say Bram would look good if she just let her shit. But I feel like also, too, I'm not clearly I'm not the hair person. Look at my bald ass head. But I feel like Bram would look amazing if she let her curls come in and gave us a cute little Zendaya look or gave us a cute little like Mariah Carey first album curl look like Embrace the curls, girl. That's the part of your blood. Like, embrace it. But on the flip side, I can see where she's coming from where it's just like, you spent 
your formative years holding back that shit because you got picked on a lot. So it's like unpacking that and moving forward from that as an adult, that takes time. It may not be today, may not be tomorrow, may not be until you're in your damn mid to late 30s. Like, you know, but like, I get it. But that thing, that Thanksgiving story when she's talking about um, her dad and all the shit that went down, I was like, shit. But um, her dad died on November 12th, which mm-hmm. is why she hates Thanksgiving. They got a relationship going when she was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. She was in the hospital dying of sclerosis of the liver and liver cancer. That's fucking told tough. Her that he never looked in the mirror a day in his life and didn't see a monster. Yeah. Mm. And I don't, you know, we know each other, but I don't know everyone's backstory that I can mm-hmm. say none of us know what it is to have a parent who didn't want you from the moment you came here. And knowing that about her and Kenya. growing up with the beauty mm-hmm. shop, it makes sense with her personality like Kenya. And I would love to see them form some type of friendship because they're both very wounded beauty queens. Mm-hmm the Midwest with mama issues mm-hmm. and prayed up grandmothers. Prayed up. Okay. Look, where will we all be without a praying grandmother? But I had a praying grandmother. You know, like <laughs> shit. So I, like, she taught me how to cut. My grandmother, like I look back in retrospect. And I'm thankful for my grandma. She passed away in 2001. But like when my family was really going through the depths of the divorce and my dad remarrying and all the crazy shit, she really made sure that when there was that whole chaos storm, that I was still able to be a kid and enjoy kid things and not have a home and not see all that. And it's weird because I didn't know a lot of the shit that went down until I was an adult. And then I put two and two together. I was like, that's why I was over her house so much in the summertime. And that's why I was always, you know, over there doing things. And she was kind of like the the liaison between my dad and my mom when they got divorced. But when she passed, it really forced them to have to communicate because, you know, they divorced in 92. She passed in 01. So that was about nine years of one dropping me off at her house and then the other coming to get me from her house without crossing paths from each other. So, you know, it circling back to Brand's story and even Kenya's story, it's just like, you know, your childhood really, it really does shape you as an adult. Now, Miss Brand, you did kind of lose some points of me when you was really trying to make some bullshit out of a motherfucking anthill on the last episode. I hope that you can pull Ms. it together. Lion, Lion. That's when she said Miss Lion Lion, I was like, girl, why are you this lady just want to spend time with her kids? Why are y'all making it seem like she she done ditched y'all and went to the damn Renaissance concert without getting you a ticket? Now that shit. That's some shit I would cuss you out thought about, especially if I'm your friend and you got a way in and you didn't try to you know, y'all acting like that. She wanted to go to a bread and cheese party with some fashion bitches. Okay. Okay. 
Like, come I mean, on now. some pretty major fashion people. It was some pretty I'm major. I'm sure Jenna yeah. Lyons has met all of them. Yeah. She probably got Lynn Yeager on speed, on speed dial. out. Like, Jeez. <laughs> she can have her over for brunch tomorrow. But your yo kids are more important than all of that. And I get why Jenna wanted to kick on her kids, but also, too, for y'all to be sitting there saying, Jenna, Jenna be lying and all this type of shit over that. Like, come on. Like, I, it's it's giving, you're you're trying to reach for a storyline, and I don't want that for y'all. It's, it's too early for y'all to be doing that. Like, let your natural stuff make the story. Don't be trying to produce some shit like that. It's too early. It's too early. Don't do that. Don't do it. I have to say to her credit, though, mm -hmm. Jessica didn't let them get in her head and fuck up her night about it. She just really shrugged it off. And even before when she was saying that Jenna wasn't going to be there, mm -hmm. she was, you know, kind of joking about it with her husband. So nice try. <laughs> you know, and honestly, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I did not like Jessica at first, but she's she's kind of warming up on me, even though I see the rag on the wall. But I'm also like, baby girl, that's securing your next season because you are going to leave that man or that man's going to leave you. One or the other, it's coming. I feel it. Ride with it and get through it. So, oh. Pavit got a secret family in Vietnam, just like Ralph has one in Tampa. Oh, mm. allegedly, allegedly. Why, allegedly. Why else is he going to Vietnam for two months, girl? And you can't come. Or, <laughs> or he could be doing the bending for all we know. You never know I these days. And Ralph could be doing the bending too. Vietnam is known for its uh, lady boys. Vietnam is known for its uh, lady boys. Breeder Raw. Hey. Not the Breeder Raw. Coco Dorm, girl. Coco Dorm. Okay. Yes, honey. <laughs> Look, Ralph want to Ralph want to live his Raheem Shabazz, honey. <laughs> well. It was such a pleasure. Ralph wanted Bobby Blank. Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, wrapping up, it was a pleasure to see both y'all. Like, I know we talk shit and everything like that, though, but like, I really do miss, I really do miss talking to y'all and chatting with y'all. You know, like, life gets so busy and shit like that. And oftentimes I have to remember, like, bitch, this is supposed to be fun. This is talking to you with your friends about shows that you enjoy. It's supposed to be fun. Don't take us to them seriously to the point to where you're getting a headache and you're like, ah, like, you know, and that's that's always been like a, a thing with me. Sometimes I get so in my head that I'll take the fun out of something because I'm so I'm so worried about making sure it's right and everything like that. And it's just like, bitch, just just go have fun with it. Cause if you're not having fun with it, the girls will know. And that's it. And y'all always make sure to make it fun. So I love y'all and I appreciate y'all. We and love Clifton Charles. Yes, period. And, and um, I, I'm gonna... I, I, have a, I have a question. I have a question. Yes, sir. Final question. Yes. Okay. Candy the Burris went on somebody's podcast and for the billionth time 
asked her some shit about Phaedra and everything that happened in season nine. Mm -hmm. And I just want to know what y'all think. If y'all think that a bitch really lying on your ass and if forgiveness is even a question. And if you could, even if it's off camera, come together, talk about it and move the fuck on. Well, bitch, you're at the reunion. No. You're at the motherfucking reunion. And you could have just said it all right there. Not just because you say it and you, you and you you're honest, that does not mean that you're automatically granted access back into her life. Candy still has all the right to go, okay, girl, I heard what you said. I don't receive it. Fuck you. But, you know, a lot of times you as an adult have to own what you said and and stand 10 toes deep in what you said and apologize from the heart and don't repeat those actions. But it's the fact that you sat there quiet when it all came out. Then years later, when it's brought up on Girl Trip, was all quiet and it, it's just like Phaedra, no. And I get Candy. Candy was like, "Girl, fuck." Candy said, "Girl, fuck her." And honestly, I don't blame her because the shit that Phaedra said was damning. The shit that Phaedra said could have ruined her whole life. Like, like especially the way how the way how motherfuckers have canceled people left and right, Lizzo. Like, you know, like, like the like. Words mean things, and the impact of your motherfucking words, especially if it's not true, and you're saying something so heavy like that, nah, baby, it is no coming back from that. Now, you can say it, and I can forgive you. I can forgive you just for the piece of me erasing you out of my head, but just because I forgive you does not mean that, I, that you get access back to my life. That's it. But, bitch, you had the whole reunion. You sitting at that reunion for eight, nine, ten hours. You could have said it there. Because that's what that reunion is for. To mention it all, legs open. You know, all of these iconic and legendary Atlanta housewives, where where has Phaedra's interview been on the Carlos King show? It could have happened and I wouldn't know because I'm not checking for it. Because... And I think Part of it is because doesn't Phaedra blame production for having her say what she said That's and right. saying that You're she was right. told to say You're that. Right. Uh, but You're either right. didn't she blame it on him? You made the choice to say it. Yes, yeah, she did. did. But she made the choice to say it. And that's she probably why she ain't on his goddamn show. You made the choice to do that with your friendship to who you said was your real friend because you got upset. I believe he was down to the courthouse messing with Candy's restaurant opening. I believe that you knew how out of hand it was going to be and what the implications were to say that. And you didn't care because you were hurt. And then on top of it all, not only did you not acknowledge it at that reunion and all the time mm -hmm. before, on top of it, you say, but who I really feel bad for is Portia. What, the, girl, the girl that yeah. she used as a motherfucking prime for your bullshit. But who I really feel bad for is Portia. Bitch, fuck you. Honestly. 
I, I can't wait to see what happens on Marriage Medicine. I know one of them girls is going to bring that up. I know it. I know but, it. You know, this, that, that just proves to me that corporate HR is fucking pussy, okay? This mm-hmm. bitch lied on a bitch, accused her of drugs and all this and right, she shit, okay? But, yes. okay, we're going to f- let her go for a minute, bring her back and swerve her to a different show. Who does that? What company does that? Yeah, that's not something you take off pause. That's bullshit. Yeah. And I enjoy Facebook, but that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But this is the same network that then has such a progressive stance on sexual harassment with Below yeah. Deck that everybody's talking about. Girl. But you have this woman who maligned her colleague and friend back on the program. A family program, basically, because that's supposed to be the angle, right? We're married to medicine, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then circling back to Miss Frankel, this is all I'm going to say about her, because you know she got she had Rachel Raquel on her podcast, and um, and I don't really watch the Summer House shows, but um, one of the young men brought up a good point when he said. You know, it's very opportunist that this bitch is um, doing this. And I'm putting up the quote. He said that I, he's, that was my ad lib. He said, this was Kyle Cook. <laughs> this Kyle Cook. He said, the irony of it all, Bethany cashing in ads as she exposes Bravo's exploits and gives Rachel a voice. She literally has more ad spots than any other podcast I've ever listened to. Rachel won't see a dime. I bet she had to pay her way to fly to Bethany just to record this. If this is a true public service announcement, it would be ad-free. And I was like, ooh. And it's just, it just goes to show you that both sides of the fence of this Bravo's exploiting the stars thing, both sides of that fence ain't clean. You know, because you got these, you got these people who have made millions and millions and millions of dollars off the back of this network, and then when something don't go their way, they want to flip it and act like the network is the devil. But then while you're doing that, you're literally exploiting the other people to come on your shit to discuss how y'all were quote unquote exploited by this network. No. So do you think that Cynthia and a couple of other bitches that were talking to Bethany are even going to go to BravoCon? Girl, I don't know. And it's just like the way how, like, you know, Nene brought up... They can pay for BravoCon appearance, yeah. But the way, like, Nene brought up a good point when she said, you know, I've been trying to tell y'all, but I feel like it's going to be more received from Bethany, of course, because Bethany's a white woman and we all know how this goes. But on the flip side of that, both Nene and Bethany did receive a lot from the network. And it kind of feels like, okay, is this all... Are you really for everybody? Or is this just because you want to get back at them? And I wasn't really going to dig too used to be deep. that bitch. She was the top paid for a good uh-huh. thing. And then it became and, Candy. You know, she was the one a million, a million a season. 
or whatever it was. Uh -huh. Okay, and she's just I feel I really feel like she is salty because I don't see any other shows except maybe Hallmark Channel or Centric or something at 4 a.m. where she's doing something. Okay. She ain't got shit to do. The that VH1 college shit, nobody please. Okay. And then Ryan Murphy and some Del Ryan Murphy ain't been calling nobody, but also too, this writer strike, you can't really you can't really cross over to, to to acting because you can't really do shit because of the damn writer strike right now. So it's kind of like I just find it a little bit convenient how this is all happening right now. She needs a check. She needs a check. Okay. Skinny girl margarita, which tastes like country time lemonade. She might she might want to check. She might want to check. I don't think I don't think she needs it, but she wants to check. And that's why I love that compilation of Martha Stewart going off on Bethany on the damn apprentice. I didn't even watch that shit. I didn't even know there was an apprentice that did not have um Orange Julius on it, but you know. I digress. But all in all, thank y'all for recording this week. And we'll be back next week. Um, next week, Orange County returns. And so we'll have all three shows back next week. And then coming September 5th is when the Snow Bunnies return. And then the last thing I heard was um, the, the New York girls trip was going to get aired before the girls trip with Caroline and them. Yeah, that's going to be 2024. So I'm curious to see, are they going to just edit her out completely and reshoot it? What they going to do? So, because you know, they, they, they can't even promote the shit with both those bitches on stage at the same time. Like, how is that going to work? But we shall see. But thank y'all for listening. And we'll be back next Tell week. Ain't gonna get invited nothing. She don't want to go. She don't want to go. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see y'all next week. And thank y'all for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.